Welcome to SCPC, Scary, Creepy, Precious Critters. This is a podcast within a podcast where we talk about SCPs. My name is Marky, and today I'm here with the wonderful Jesse. Hey, what's up? We're going to talk about SCP-914, which is a really interesting one. Do you want to tell them what the picture looks like so far? Uh, yeah, it looks like, it looks like a bunch of gears, like, it's a bunch of gears and cogs, um, and it says one of the, uh, least complex sections of SCP-914 in a non-active state. Alright, and the object class is safe, and the special containment procedures, only personnel who submit a formal request and receive approval from Site Command may operate 914. SCP-914 is to be kept in Research Cell 109B with two guard personnel on duty at all times. Any researchers entering 109B are to be accompanied by at least one guard for the entirety of testing. A full list of tests to be carried out must be given to all guard personnel on duty. Any deviation from this list will result in termination of testing forcible removal of personnel from 109B and formal discipline at the command's discretion. Warning, at this time, no testing of biological matter is allowed. Refer to documents 109B-117. Applying the rough setting to explosive materials is not advised. Oh, no, I want to say um, that warning thing because there's like an experiment log that's very active. It literally has like thousands of entries in it for this one, which we'll be covering next episode. They do not keep the whole uh, warning at all. Like the biological materials are very much tested all the time. Oh, good. <laughs> I mean, it's not like a whole ass dead human or anything like that. But like they definitely test like biological stuff. But, yeah. Cool. I'm excited to get into that. So the description is, SCP-914 is a large clockwork device weighing several tons and covering an area of 18 square meters, consisting of screwdrives, belts, pulleys, gears, springs, and other clockwork. It is incredibly complex, consisting of over 8 million moving parts, comprised mostly of tin and copper, with some wooden and cloth items observed. Observation and probing have proved, have shown no electronic assemblies or any form of power other than mainspring under section panel. Two large booths, 3 meters by 2.1 meters by 2.1 meters, are connected via copper tubes to the main body of SCP-914, labeled intake and output. Between them is a copper panel with a large knob with a small arrow attached. The words rough, coarse, one-to-one, fine, and very fine are positioned at points around the knob. Below the knob is a large key that winds the main spring. When an object is placed in the intake booth, the door slides shut and a small bell sounds. If the knob is turned to any position and the key is wound up, SCP-914 will refine the object in the booth. No energy is lost in the process, and the object appears to be in stasis until the output booth door is opened. Intense observation and testing have not shown how SCP-914 accomplishes this. 
and no test object has ever been observed inside SCP-914 during the during the refining process. The process takes between 5 and 10 minutes, depending on the size of the object being refined. So it changes stuff into other stuff, and I'm very excited. Yeah, and this one, and, um, these tend to, these type of SCPs tend to have some sort of experiment log, but this one has, I think, some of the better collaborative work done on it, um, because it's a very simple concept. You have rough, coarse, one-to-one, fine, and very fine, so, like, so normally with, like, rough, you have it broken down to its, like, component parts. Uh, coarse, it tends to... Coarse, coarse it often, it, it basically just beats up the device or makes it, like, slightly worse. A one-to-one tends to put it to what the machine, uh, whatever, whatever caused the machine uh, to work, thinks as, um, equivalent. And fine often does a lot of different things. Sometimes it makes like humanoid stuff. Sometimes it makes like it does a lot of weird stuff. And then very fine tends to be like the best possible option for that for that type of a thing. So it's almost always anomalous, or almost always anomalous in some way. So, so yeah. And there's a little bit of a test log. There, there's two like test logs. So, Amendum 514, Doctor Redacted, Test Log. Input, 1 kilogram of steel, setting, rough. Output, pile of steel chunks of various sizes, appearing to be cut by laser. Input, 1 kilogram of steel, setting, 1 to 1. Output, 1 kilogram of steel screws. Input, 1 kilogram of steel, setting, fine. Output, 1 kilogram of steel carpet tacks. Input, 1 kilogram of steel, setting very fine. Output, several gases that dissipated into the air quickly, and 1 gram of an unknown metal, resistant to heat of 50,000 degrees, impossible to bend or break with any force, and a near-perfect conductor of electricity. Input, 1 wristwatch, belonging to Dr. Redacted, setting, course. Output, 1 completely disassembled wristwatch. Input, one cell phone belonging to Redacted, setting, one-to-one. Output, one cell phone, although a different make and model. (laughs) That's really funny to me for some reason. Um, Input, one standard Colt Python revolver, setting, very fine. Output, data expunged, aforementioned Redacted, completely disintegrated all matter in its line of fire. Object contained within a high-density Gamma wave, gamma waves. Input one my one white mouse setting one to one. Output one brown mouse. Input one chimp setting fine. Output data expunged. Oh no. Input one chimp setting rough. Output badly mutilated corpse showing signs of crushing and cutting with high, crushing and cutting with high heat. <laughs> so then we have a document uh, 109-B117, uh, Dr. Redacted and Dr. Redacted Test Log. Subject D186-1, uh, 
male, Caucasian, 40, 42 years old, one, 108 kilograms, 16, sorry, 185 centimeters tall, setting 1 to 1. So it was a output was male, Hispanic, 42 years old, 100 kilograms, 108, uh, 188 centimeters tall. Subject was very confused and agitated. Subject attacked pers- uh, security personnel. Subject terminated. Oh, no. Uh, subject 187, su- sorry, subject D-187. Male Caucasian, 28 years old, 63 kilograms, 173 centimeters tall. Setting, very fine. Uh, Data expunged. Subject, escaped the test subject, killing eight guards as well as Dr. Redacted and Dr. Redacted. Lockdown initiated. Subject caused container failures failures of three SCP areas and continued escape attempt. Special response team engages subjects, resulting in severe wounding of subjects. Partial memory loss in special in special response team members and corrosive damage to plumbing. Subject expired several hours later, dissolving in a blue ash and blinding a nearby research team. Biological testing with SCP four one sorry nine one four discontinued. And then there's a note. And the note says, Because of the nature of this SCP, a wide range of test data would be helpful. Dr. Gears has ordered that any researcher could have access for non-biological testing if they themselves are, or they are supervised by a level 3 researcher. All testing is recorded in file number 914E, experiment log 194, or 914. Biological testing will continue with prior clearance by O5 command. As long as you want to try something mundane that isn't alive, feel free to accumulate data. And that's from Dr. Redacted. And I'm pretty sure that's Varus, Dr. Varus, because uh, the experiment log kind of has a little bit of a, a lore to it itself, like a storytelling element of it, which like kind of builds up the research team for SCP-914. Which is which is what you have when you have a uh, a document that's been being worked on actively for you know almost a decade. Yeah. Like you know you have that, but yeah, that's pretty much one one uh, nine one four. We're having such a hard time with that number. <laughs> it is a little hard for some reason. I don't know why. I think it's because. Oh no, I can't I know I can't think of a can't think of a reason why, honestly. I've got dyslexia, so that's my excuse. Well you have dyscalcula, which is the number version of it. Plot twist would find both. <laughs> My little sister has both, like real bad. I don't have dyscalcula. I do have a a little bit of dyslexia. But I, I mostly get over it. I just have can't read disease. Yeah, you just have, I'm a big dumb-dumb. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Anyway, any last thoughts on this transformative SCP? I I like it a lot. I think it's better than the slime one, where you sprinkle some slime in, and it makes something better. Um, 
well, I'll have to get that one and see. I'm excited to see if we that do one. that one. Yeah, you, you put some slime in and uh, you make sure it doesn't touch your dead body. If it does, you die. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so, so yeah, that's that's pretty much it, All I right. guess. You want to do your plugs? Yeah, I have a, another podcast called Alphabet Fly where I talk about Marvel characters thrice weekly with my uh, thrice weekly with a guest. I also have another podcast called Limited Theories, where I talk about limited Marvel series issue by issue with my friend Rob. By the time this comes out, we're probably doing Christmas stuff. No, we're not. <laughs> no, yeah, we are. No, we are. We're doing Christmas stuff. Yay! No, no, we're not. Never mind. We're gonna. We're close to doing Christmas stuff. Let's say that. Schrodinger's Christmas stuff. Yeah, something, something, something edgy Christmas is what we're doing. Oh fuck yeah! I am Marky. I have an Instagram over at avian underscore Dalek, where I do art and cosplay, and then I have a Tumblr blog over at avian dash or av dash arts, where I do an art a day. And then I have a YouTube channel over at Avian Dalek, where I do speed paints every Sunday at 10 a.m. Okay. So, um, be careful what setting you put this machine on, because it could do you good or it could fuck you up for life. I guess bye. Bye.